It's the CJ Morgan Show. Extra. Uncensored, immature, and extra. So extra. All off the radio. This is extra. This is like, so extra. that the uh, podcast on the week were a little short. We don't want to rip you off, so we're doing a not-safe-for-work edition of the C.J. Morgan Show podcast with Matt Bearden, spinning myself here Hello. in the studio Friday evening after the show. Matt, thank you for staying so late. Really late. Late, late. Avoiding your family on a weekend late. God, I hate them. I know, and that's that's why you're still here. So uh, Matt might step out at any point. Yeah, but, they don't uh, have access to this, do they? Um, We're, I don't think so. No, it's in. It's not safe for work. We're not gonna get all creepy and we'll, you know get nude yet at uh, this point. NSFF. But there might be some cusses. So if you want to get a cuss out, go ahead. Uh, no. Nah, yeah, you it. know what? After doing radio all day, I don't feel like doing it either. Nah. Uh, but I do think we should address the elephant in the room. The the big thing hey, this hey, week. Spencer, oh, my, Spencer my. fat piece of crap. I thought you were gonna get in shape. Well, I am. I'm rounder. <laughs> uh, but you may or may have noticed this week that uh, there was a certain female voice not on the show. Uh, Emily has parted ways with Waterloo Media. She was. Uh, we did a. I guess layoffs. That's what I'll say. You know, we we cut some positions back. And unfortunately, I'm the one that got screwed by this. Oh, you? <laughs> See, I'm going to make it about me. Yeah, no, I guess Matt kind of complained about not getting enough time on air and thought yeah. Emily was... Oh, and now he's sitting in her chair. So it's, you know, yeah. it's a whole deal. She insulted him being old a few times, called him <laughs> Chuggy. Yeah, man, that's, I, I get it. I always felt bad when she did that. <laughs> well, I'm like, look, man. Matt, you, you got your it. revenge. You feeling good now? Feel Heck better yeah. about yourself hurting a little girl? Heck yeah. Little girl. She's a I, grown uh, ass I woman. planted weed on her. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that wouldn't get anyone kicked out of radio. That is for sure. very true. They would it? just say, stop bringing it to work and maybe don't show no, up. No, they wouldn't. They'd be like, hey, <laughs> step into my office. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's how it works here. Hey-o. Go smell the parking lot. But unfortunately, you know, we're, it, it wasn't something we wanted or asked for. I had seen a partnership with myself and Emily going a long time. I hoped so. I thought. She was a great co-host. She had a good radio voice, and she was fun. She was just fun to hang around and talk to. So I think this yeah. this caught us by surprise. We're, I'm pissed. I'm sad. I'm still kind of dealing with it. It's pretty sad. It happened the day that I was doing the reruns this earlier this week. Yeah. So I had to... St- I had to make reruns had, of a you, show with her on it. You had to escort her out of the building. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, uh, I, I was pissed. And, and you know, I'm, I'm trying not to make it about me, but it's hard not to feel that way. And even Emily texted me, and, and she was like, CJ, I'm, I'm going to be fine, okay? Well, I yeah. feel bad because I, I feel like maybe I should have had more of a reaction. But after being in this industry, as long as I have, it is an industry where you're told. I mean, when I got my very first job. I, I asked somebody else that I knew had been in radio for a, a while, and they said, hey, just enjoy it while you can, because they told me the ride is tricky, and they said that the way that the industry at work, the industry itself works, they're always twisting knobs and dials and uh, and reconstructing shows. And I've lost, I don't even, I've lost count actually of how many partners I've lost over the years. I've had shows yeah. that were dream shows that yeah, well, were canceled. Well, you and Spencer had a show. Like, yeah. I mean, it sucks because and sometimes yeah. you cancel. You get cancels because they're like, oh, your ratings are too good and it's messing with something else. Sometimes it's because ratings yeah. are just like, you never really know. You just put your head down, come to work, enjoy the days that you have. Yeah, and that's what I felt like we did. There were a lot of days, you know, because Matt, you leave earlier and it's usually just the three of us towards this late in the evening. Right. 
And I think we were always like, hey, it was fun, or we would we yeah. we we relished each other's company. We had good relation like relations rapport or whatever you want to call yeah, it. We were, fri- we were know, friends. They say, they say, hey, it's uh, it's not it's not show friends, it's show business. But I feel like we were friends first, and I think that kind of reflected with the product of uh, our show together. It, it tends and there to were help. so many days where we would bitch and get angry, and, and then we would all look at each other and be like, hey, this is our job. Our job is just sitting here talking on the radio yeah and lucky i hope emily doesn't go back into radio you don't need to please don't (laughs) she's so smart and uh a go-getter and ambitious and things yeah we we all are we're all of the same opinion that she's going to be just fine not me i think she's an idiot oh okay well in that case case, i I mean yeah two out of two out of three uh personalities agree (laughs) she'll be fine spencer would be on suicide watch i would probably be on all the bars I used to frequent in my alcoholic days. I'm still having watch. a hard time just dealing with her being gone, as weird as it is. Like, at I least lo- the last few days, it was a strange I lost feeling sleep. of guilt. Guilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were looking at grandma porn? Guilt and grief is what hey, I was trying to say. You mourn how you want to, and if it's jacking <laughs> off to old ladies. I was like, I'm still here. Emily is the young go <laughs> Quick side note before we get yeah. into that. Have you noticed gilf, gilf porn? It's not even really gilfs anymore. It's what would have been considered milfs. Am I aging myself? You're just yes. aging, and that's what's happening. Yeah. Is you're looking like at older, older women. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's see. not even older. I mean, think about it. Uh, a woman, a milf when you were younger was somebody you were twenty, and a milf was someone who was thirty-five. 30. Yeah. Okay. Now you push some ages. A, a, a woman who's fifty 15. can easily be a grandmother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she can. And that's someone who's fifteen years older than you, and you're like, oh, that's just still just milfs. No, yeah. that's no, actually that's, what grandmothers okay. look like. That sucks. Too bad. I mean, this is why I wish Emily was here to roll her eyes at us and move on. Um, yeah. Dude, should we call? Let's call Emily. Let's get a picture. Let's blow it up, and let's put googly rolly eyes on it, so that every time you say <laughs> something, we just shake the picture and it's oh, her. You know what? She gave me for Christmas a little voice, a sound effect button to where we can record our own sound effects. So there I'll you go. record hers. Her sighing. Uh, but uh, you know, Matt, you mentioned we both had like I've had both my who I consider my two best friends, Gus and John. I've seen them get laid. I've seen Gus get laid off from here twice. A lot of young, like exciting talent, like our friend Momo, like people who were kind of I got laid off. High morale. Spencer, you got laid off. Ago, yeah. and, and my dumbass came back. Yeah, I mean, I like this place and the people here. That's why it's always so sad to see people go now because it's never happened to Matt and I. I feel like you know when it's going to happen. I did. I knew when I was getting laid off. What what actually happens? Emily, what do they do with you? Since I was here, she also confessed she felt something was off. And the, the one, this industry sort of makes you feel like that a little bit anyway. There's like a baseline. Uh, but for me, it was when I was doing a board op stuff. That A lot of that's stuff that could be automated now. I was sure. working on a news station. Uh, Jesus, during Rush Limbaugh. So I think like many of us, you felt the wind. I could felt things were changing. They were putting in all this automation. I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? I just make promos and stuff like that. Then they fired me and replaced me with someone cheaper, I guess. Yeah. I'm like, I could have learned. Like, what but was what the issue? happened when they called you into the office? How did that work? Was I it like, in, was, it, uh, was it? The door was sort of, sort of spun open. And at the time, our HR person was hiding behind the door. So I walk in and as soon as I see her, I'm like, oh, okay. It's happening. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You go into a sort of a numb mode because you're just, you know, you're coping. And obviously, I didn't want to be rude or, you know, violent. You know, the, all these coping things where you're just like frustrated. It, it, it gets buried. You go yeah. numb for a bit. It's almost like not zen. You're not at peace. No, it's like when you get into a car wreck. But you're you very go into lucid or clear. And you're just like, yeah, I went and sat in my car afterward after awkwardly gathering my things. And I just sat you there. You go like, numb and dark and your adrenaline takes over. And you're. it's almost like a survival mode. And it becomes it weirdly easy. Like 
you know, when I had to put this. my dog down. Ain't and, nobody and, saying bye to yeah, me. Yeah, back, like, no one gave an ass. I, I got called in an office once, and it was just like, hey, here's the deal. Uh, your show is going away. Uh, one of your partners, their position, unfortunately, will be eliminated from the building. Another one will be reposition- uh, Will be uh, offered another position in the building. And I was like, well, when are we doing this? And they're like, it's done. I thought, I thought in my mind, I thought they were going to say, like, we're going to spend the next six weeks winding down. You know what I mean? Like, right. something like that. They're like, no, 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 it's uh, maybe you don't get it. You're done already. We've, we've we, already hey, worked this we out in the background. We took care of it for you. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's also kind of the bummy thing is, you know, like, y'all, we're employees of the radio station. It's not like, Matt, you brought a person in, hired them on, you chose Spencer for your show, Coyote, but it's... You still weren't in charge of it, which kind of makes it extra sad because well, I feel like I feel some responsibility. Well, no, you still you still are responsible for your day part. You if, if you're just ultimately not the deciding factor. And and what's kind of nice when it's layoffs, but also sometimes when it's layoffs, it it's even I think it's kind of easier to deal with it because it's like your girlfriend. Or boyfriend turning to you and saying, "I think I figured out I'm gay." Like it has nothing to do with you. Like the, sure. the, the show that I had that was canceled, they were like, but, "We've literally decided to redo how we are going to position ourselves." But it still feels for the coming personal, decade. though. It, it, it does to me. Like yeah. now, I was listening to breakup music the other day. Oh, no, no, it doesn't feel. It, <laughs> I feel I, like I, if I had sucked less on, I feel like no, I put Emily no. in a bad position. Absolutely not. Because no. I was Absolutely so lazy not. and no. I sucked ass sometimes. Like they're like Spencer and Emily would both like comfort me, but we would do segments and I'm like, God damn, that sucked. I'm sorry, guys. I wasn't prepped. I'm. Yeah, uh. Well, sure, but you, you're I would try back. to improv my no. way through doing radio. Radio is a business where you have to stay nimble. Uh, and one of the things is, is that we Spencer do. and I are too big to I stay know. nimble, man. They are oh, able to on. track a lot of data, see what's <laughs> happening, and they know what is happening with formats and where they're headed and where they need to go. And they also know at times, hey, we need to contract uh, what would be expenses on this network because it's going to go through a, a change. Uh, they also know, hey, it's time to expand, which the three of us have done. We've done wonderfully very well. well. Look at yeah. these guts. Uh, it, it's it really gorgeous. I, I always <laughs> feel bad for somebody who hasn't done the job, and then they get fired because I'm like, that sucks because they have to know they didn't do the job. Uh, Emily knew that she absolutely delivered, and the business told her as much. They said, hey, if you need a letter to anywhere. We'll give it to you. And they kept they, moving her into thing, more important positions. Because they kept trying to... She, remember, she was on a show that, unfortunately, the us. whole show got eliminated. They kept her around because they said, we, we love what you're doing. We, yeah. we want to make it work. Uh, it's just that it, it wasn't completely fitting for what the demo wants right now. And in, and guess what? In 18 months, when they re-examine data again, there could be changes again. Which sucks and because you just get used to it. The data flux is so it's not consistent within itself. Well, like the, pe- people move here every single day and people leave here every single day. So the demo itself completely changes. Who's listening to us completely changes every couple even months. Even in the secret world of who's selected to be in that demo changes so quickly and is not mathematically yes. and statistically sound. Yes. It's kind of screwy, but also the the radio and I'm sorry if we're too boring, but I guess if you're listening to an extra Friday podcast, you've you're got crap the, to do yeah. anyway. I mean, hey, got, come on, man. This is tea. Radio is a, it's a tough business because it's not making money. Because uh, I compare it to the minimum wage, which is still at $7. The minimum wage hasn't gone up in so long that if it was to change all of a sudden, it would create devastating shock right. waves and it's it the same thing be. with radio ads we never slowly raise the price in fact audacity iHeartRadio, giant corporate companies kept lowering down the price to where radio became a thing where it was like we'll take any money now and win when we can 
uh, rather than right. preparing for the future. We didn't defend ourselves, so, I guess, no, in our values, radio, essentially. Big companies did the exact same thing that Uber did, which is they took investor dollars and used it to subsidize ad spends and- so that they could try to put everybody else out of business. Uh, when they couldn't put everybody out of business, frankly, uh, I'll say this openly, I think uh, iHeart did a bad job of it, yeah. and they put out bad product. Uh, now, I mean, look in this market. Uh, this cluster of radio stations, we beat iHeart every time the ratings come There's up. not even any local iHeart, really. Yeah. And Hudson, I think some of the country guys, but it's it absolutely is. And it's just it's sad and weird because, again, I say that most people the thought is when you talk to the layman out there, the a-hole at a random radio event, that's like, yeah, man, I don't know. People listen to pod, Spotify podcast. Radio is still a much larger piece of the pie. Radio listenership is up. It beats the hell out of podcasts. Whether you want to believe it or not, it beats podcasting. It it beats Spotify. It beats all that. It still does. The problem is in Austin is even though our listenership is up, even in Austin, radio across the board listenership is up. Austin's one of those weird markets. And Matt, I think you addressed this a couple times. We're one of those weird markets that didn't necessarily get back to commuting to work. Detroit, L.A., New York, Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta's a big uh, radio market. Austin's a hybrid sort they of. They got back currently. to work and go into the yeah. office. And you know when radio listening is at its peak, drive time in the yeah. morning, especially people aren't in their cars as much as they used well, to. Well, I'm going to sound like a huge salesperson right here. Tell us. But, well, if you own like a small business, now's the time actually to uh, do ad spends on radio. Uh, a lot of big corporate companies have just said, "Well, we're going to come, but we're going to wait three months because we're waiting for Austin to come back." They, they want sure. big traffic. They Since want you to COVID, be sitting Austin, there for an yeah. hour because they want the chance for you to hear their ad three or four times. Well, not having to compete with them means that you don't get squished in between nine ads from Coca Cola or Which whatever. Which is a, yeah, yeah, and it's a good. Yeah. It's actually a good time to buy right now. And that's what I said. I'll only do that once because I don't want to sound like I'm. Uh, in in a multi level marketing, that's not well, who I am. You're not wrong because the problem with mom and pop ads is a lot of times we would take their money because we needed it because radio did, and it didn't help them because y'all weren't spending enough money to compete with the, the big super spenders, yeah. repetitive big spenders. Well, you get stuck in you know different time slots where it's more affordable and less people would hear you. And then you, like and then you know what you do? Or... You wasted eight hundred dollars on a yeah. campaign that didn't work, so you're never using radio again because the account executive and you didn't go into it in the best way to, to actually get the bang out of your buck. But I feel like yeah, now now it can do that. But even if this is the first year where I'm really like, damn, or maybe radio isn't it's death throws, which I know people have said for long. It's always going to be. There's going to be some form of broadcast, but there's just been a... The the law kicks us in our ass. They right. just changed it to where you don't have to have a home studio anymore oh, in a city you're broadcasting from. It's, it's funny um, that the radio was one of our... Well, well, we've had many forms of telecommunications and mass communications in our... In just human history. It sucks that one of the earliest ones electronically that brought a lot of us together and informed so many of us in this country and across the world is disappearing. Radio, no radio is an American it's institution. Not, You're it, talking about yes. corporate cost cutting yeah. is what they use. Now, we're, we're lucky. Some people might call this corporate radio, but the fact is we're owned by a company that owns a small cluster here and a small cluster in one other city, and that's it. And in radio, and they're, that's and considered... They're two, they're that's two considered, separate clusters as well. Consi- they're not even the same company, and that's considered to be very small yeah. where radio goes. What's fun is beating the big guys at their own game because yeah. one of the things that they did with their corporate cost cutting is that they um, they kind of put out a, a, a subpar product at a certain point and they kind of ended up hurting themselves right. 
in in the long run. And this so. overreach and over quote research, if you will, yeah. You're right. And we're, we're they lucky diluted because a product that was used to be all attitude. Well, I guess that's rock radio necessarily. I'm not speaking yeah. across the board, but fun. I mean, fun. We are lucky. Fun gone. We've got a program director in Lynn Lawless that loves 101X, the image. Also looks at like there there are alternative radio stations in LA that are doing like these afternoon morning shows. So we are trying to to stay there and do this. But one of the things that I mentioned earlier, Spencer, when you're talking about radios, to me, it still is a very American industry. Sure. It's but, fun, but it's guess fun what? to look at it like that. But, but you so know what? is American business and capitalism, well, too. Well, I know. But when you think of other very American industries, coal mining, the auto industry, the government works their ass off to save these dying, losing industries. But it's like we're not getting any we're not getting laws written so we can keep jobs. We're not getting laws that help workers. I mean, it also helps <laughs> we unionize, but hey, it's never going to happen. Well, it might help that we if we could afford to lobby, you know. What I'm you know what's funny is actually collective bargaining might be the thing because if you look at the coal miners, they can afford lobbyists because coal and auto have unions. Yeah. Well, yeah. Radio has tight. union. It just doesn't in certain states and in those states they've been Decimated. Um, the money has gone to uh, the unionized worker, and it's also gone to the shareholders in the big publicly traded companies. And uh, they've done that by reducing the pay for non-union folk. And, and we're fortunate that we're actual real people. There are some companies that do what I consider to be very smarmy, gross kind of things to their employees. Yeah. Uh, where they... Essentially, they steal from their own employees, uh, which oh, yeah. sucks. For because I don't, I I, did, I went into radio quite by accident. But now that I've been here a long time, I've actually really enjoyed it. I like being able to communicate with a local audience every day about real time stuff. It's really fun for me, I, and I I really like when I get to talk to somebody who says, "Oh, you know what? I like that you're a part of my daily commute." That's kind of nice. I do too. It's really nice. We love you. Please don't abandon us. I don't. Yeah, so I, after listening. I said it, I realized it sounded really stupid yeah, and twee, lame, yeah. so never mind. I, Everybody can well, eat Well, I wanted ass. to jump on so you don't take all the flack. I decided I don't want to go into teaching after radio, but no, I have no, three no, goals no. I want to do in please, radio afterwards. Please don't. Please don't Three teach. goals. Two of them I'd you like to- You absolutely have sex with a student. Yeah. You uh, gross three, son of a bitch. Three goals. <laughs> Well, I mean, I was going to teach kindergarten, so there goes that. Oh, come on, man. Sorry, I didn't make a bad joke. You're a little uh, too smart for that. I would like to write a short story of all the like adventures I've had in radio. Then I would like to do a bigger story, not like a book, but I want to talk to all the big, like Kevin and Bean from L.A. <laughs> and Toucher and Rich and O&A. And, and mad ta- cow. Talk to, not mad. Fuck you, guy. Uh, <laughs> I, and I would like to. I would like to go and like talk and get the story from some of these like old school morning show people and just get some dirt. And then the last thing I want to do is I want to find a way to bring about litigation against the company that does ratings and radio because I firmly it's scary to talk about when you're employed but because I firmly believe it is a uh, it's a shakedown in a way and I feel like it should be if only one legal or regulated or there, there's a lot that goes into it that people don't understand Spencer, if you wouldn't mind editing this podcast to stop right after he says I want to bring a lawsuit against the company just That's stop it. it right there. And then I'm going to show and it. Then, I'm going to take him upstairs, and, and, and then he will absolutely send, no, be escorted out the have, door. Send that clip and me talking about collective bargaining. And yeah, yeah, do that in Texas. I think this guy wants to start a union or something. Um, <laughs> you know what? We'll eventually we'll eventually have Emily uh, come and hang with us. Absolutely. You know, Some days these will be longer. Some days will be shorter. But I feel like we got out what we needed to say. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff deep 
deep, deep inside of us. We yeah. Need to, you've been kind of bummed the past few days, and it's nice to see you I didn't you sleep when I was in Vegas. I mean, this is the last thing. I, you know, a couple of people asked me, when did I know? Having worked in digital and being a manager in radio, I knew for a long time for a lot of people because I would have to fix the website and make sure someone didn't have access. And they would tell me, hey, this is changing on Monday. Oh, so you would know in advance. I hated it. Like you were saying earlier, Spencer, sometimes you just have a feeling when things are yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. And we've you all do. done that. I think we have a feeling it's we know non, when things are weird. It's not verbal. It's... And we've had that feeling for a while. But I want to say one of the things that make me really happy is Friday last week, Thursday last week, I think Emily was out of town. Uh, I, I wanted to go home, but then I decided because she was out of town, we were pre-recording some stuff to do together, some videos, some extra content. We were doing what we're doing now, pre-recording. And I sat down. And I was like, hey, let's record a few more things. And it makes me feel happy in a way, like one less pet for Mr. P before I took him to the vet. But or one it last, makes me happy that we... One th- last visit to Mima's before it, the... Passing. It makes me happy that, you know, the last day we all sat in studio with Emily, we uh, we, we, we got to see her honkers. She showed us, Matt. <laughs> uh, she would roll her eyes at this one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I, I guess that's a good place to end it right there. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. We didn't cuss yet. Uh, we didn't do this. It's not safe for work. Uh, don't. Don't do it. Don't do it.